Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Eamon Moore, who, who is this managing director of, of EMIT in Ireland. So, Eamon, tell us about the background of, of EMIT. Sure, Ron. Um, well, EMIT, uh, I founded in 2003, and the, the, the name EMIT comes from Eamon Moore Information Technology. So I launched it in uh, 2003. I did it straight out of college when I completed a degree in uh, computer applications uh, up in Dublin City University. So I came out of that in about 2002. I was looking up, I'd worked actually in a couple of great companies as a, as a kid. Uh, at 15, I worked in, in one of their Medesmas companies called CSK Software. So that's, that's really where I learned my trade. And I worked in the IT department there on summer holidays and, and, and bank holiday months and, and the likes of that. Um, and then I went on to work uh, with the likes of Dennis O'Brien and Lucy Gaffney then in ESAT when they went on to form ESAT Clear, which was the first uh, residential internet uh, offering that, that, that uh, ESAT had. So I, I had a great number of years experience just uh, before I went into college and actually uh, during my college years as well. And then I suppose when we came out in 2002, and the jobs market was was in a state of flux. Uh, you know, we're, we're still reading from the whole dot-com bubble burst in 2000 and you know a lot of us had a, a choices to make you know many many of my fellow students went into completely different industries because technology was a uh, as i say in a state of flux um, and luckily enough i had an opportunity to go and do some consultancy work um, and then that's how i ended up forming emit where it was the vehicle i was going to use to, 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 to carry out that consultancy work so i was still working part-time in esat at the time um, and then I got a few more inquiries, and before I knew it, um, my week was full. I was resigning from ESAT, and I was self-employed IT consultant. And so, so I set up EMIT in, in 2003, and, and, and it kind of grew from there. And when you first started doing consultancy, what work were you involved in? What areas? Yeah, so like, the need at that time, right up until really um, 2014 almost, was that, that companies were coming to ourselves looking for an on-site IT manager, IT consultant, project manager, but really on a part-time basis. Um, you know, those who didn't have the budget or didn't have the, the, the size of, of an IT estate or, or, or staff numbers to warrant a full-time resource. So we were, we, were, we were filling a gap there. So we would go in and act as IT managers. We would liaise with different third-party providers. We'd advise an IT strategy going forward. Uh, we'd do a lot of project management. And we'd just bring all the IT together. I think at that stage, a lot of companies were, were going beyond just having one IT company. There was different skills. Sets. So you had software companies and you had a range of, of, of technology companies providing solutions in, into our clients. So they need, really need somebody to bring it all together for them. So that's the gap that we found at that time. And um, we were, we, it was quite a, a good success for us. You know, they, even when we, we, we brought the company limited then, um, when I, I made the move from being a sole trader uh, to taking on some staff and taking on some office space in, in 2008. So right, right around the tough time of the recession, I suppose, in a sense, we had a good recession because um, companies were looking for our service in particular during those times when they might have had the, the budget or the resources to carry out their IT activities. So again, we, we kept our model going. Uh, up until about 2014, and that's when we did a, a complete overhaul of uh, EMIT structure, and uh, we had a corporate shift and realignment, um, which has given us the success that we've seen over the last couple of years. And when you first go in, into the area of the cloud? The area of the cloud, we, 
we were, we were quite early adopters to it, and um, we we were actually a Google Apps partner for a number of years, um, and we again we had some good success with that. And um, so that would have been probably about two thousand and nine, I think. Um, and we're, we spent about four years rolling out the, the likes of, of Google Apps uh, solutions and services to our to our client base, um, and and that was really at that stage. It was really nothing more than email in the cloud, I think. And, and you know, when we got to, to, to this uh, realignment period in, in 2014, you know, it wasn't it wasn't enough for me. It wasn't enough for our company. We, we felt we wanted to really take the next step. Um, and, and that led us to uh, reigniting our relationship with Microsoft and, and developing our whole cloud practice based on Microsoft cloud technology. Because when I was doing cross course five years ago at NCI, I was in a cloud course. Nobody at that time, I didn't really know much about the cloud itself, and people weren't actually using it, but they were, because they didn't know, like, if you, have a smart, if you have a smartphone, it's already got cloud built into it, but no one actually knew that. But nowadays, it's been used so much, it's second nature, no one knows it's there, which is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. You know, if you're using anything like Hotmail or Yahoo email for a number of years or Gmail, you're 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 in the cloud. Um, and I suppose that was more uh, in our personal lives that we used it. It just did, it didn't really take, make the transition across to the business world. And um, we, we've seen a huge um, uh, fundamental shift in that now. And you know, the the, the vast majority of, of businesses uh, in Ireland today, I would say, are using some element of cloud, if not you know a, a, a large. Um, uh, part of the IT infrastructure is now cloud-based. Yeah, it's like IoT. IoT is something that a few years ago no one knew much about, but now it's become more into our lives. With that cloud, we're getting used to it, so it's there in the background. We don't know if it's there, but it's there working it's, away. Exactly, yeah. If you look now at like, cloud, is, is a word that's, that is probably not the, the, the best way to describe exactly what goes on with all these uh, solutions because there's so much more behind it. But that's the that's the word that we're leading with these days. But you know, for me, it's it's um, you know, if, if you look at the way IT used to be uh, back in the days of mainframes, uh, and th- then we went from the mainframe to a client server uh, uh, solution, and now we're really back at the mainframe with, with cloud. And um, but it's really going to be about. You know, storage not the premium that it used to be. So we don't have those worries anymore. It's a lot of it's going to be about the data now. You know, what do you do with the data that's been gathered, that's been stored in the cloud? How do you use it for the benefit of your of your business or your personal lives? And that's for me where where I, I, IoT comes, and we're seeing a lot of companies doing really good stuff with that. And um, what I'm really interested in is is how email as an organization use our clients' data. Uh, through some of the solutions that we have to help them do business much better and much more efficiently and for them to be cutting edge in, what, in the services that they deliver to their clients. And how do you make sure the data is used securely and safely? Well, you know, there's, there's a range of security solutions that we have both on-premise and cloud as well. You know, um, the, the big the big thing that we see now for, for our clients and any businesses that come to us is about education. So, you know, everyone's kind of aware of data protection and they're, they're aware that data should be secure. But, you know, you need to start with the basics, first of all. You know, we look at things like laptop encryption, mobile device management, where you can encrypt mobiles or wipe mobile devices if they're lost. Like, these are some of the basic things that you need You need to have uh, going forward. And then, you know, then it's looking at, um, you know, I always give the example when I do presentations, you know, if, if you like, been in these data centers like you know the, the, the millions and billions of euros that are, that are put into these versus what a, a tip less than me anywhere across the globe can invest their poles apart obviously so you know if if i look at a data center versus you know a server cabinet or server room in a, in a traditional organization you'd have to say it's far better off and far safer in a data center you know the 24 7 security there's 
firewalls and protection, you know, that you couldn't believe. And they've, there's there's no actually access to these server racks as well. Like if you look at some of the server racks that are in data centers, they don't have USB keys and, and USB ports. You, you can't plug in them like you can with, uh, with, with servers that you might see in, in, in on-site infrastructure. Um, so it's, it's totally locked down, you know, and, and, and monitored. And, you know, we're, we're lucky enough that we, we, we now deal um, with, with Microsoft and who have a fantastic presence here in Ireland both uh, with their local teams but also obviously with their data centres um, and we have the ability now we've done so in the past we've brought our clients on data centre tours to put their mind at ease and you know it really does put their mind at ease after you do that tour you know last year was that one Tennessee City launched a new one last year at Mill Hudders and I went to launch that and uh, it was hidden you didn't know where it was because there's no site by saying where you are so as they're hidden they're harder to actually get into and find which is one way makes them more secure as well exactly yeah yeah and, and like uh, the guys in Tele City are doing great stuff and you know Morris Mattel we know well and um, you know I dealt with Morris years ago and um, when he was based up there around Harold's Cross and and now that's like he, he was leading the way in, in those kind of solutions um, and and now look what they're, look what they're doing it's, it's fantastic stuff and um, every it's almost every month now we're hearing about new data centers being built here in Ireland which is which is great for our economy because yeah, I've been to friends with data host in Ireland with uh, and uh, with uh, Gary Connolly. And he's yes, always no, saying, no, no. yeah, he's always saying that basically we're the best place in the world to have data centers because we're we're linked with America in that east of flight. We've got a common language. Uh, everything here is very secure. The weather is great, so we're not going to have any bad storms or anything else. So nothing's going to get damaged, and we should use Ireland as a main hub worldwide for data centers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 the age old phase of the gateway to Europe as well. You know, particularly for US companies coming in, um, and there's a whole host of reasons why why they come here. You know, and, and some of you mentioned there, a lot of them talk about the skills that we have here in Ireland, um, you know, you know the, the the people, the language, etc., the culture. You know, the, we've a lot a lot going for us here for such a small country. It's fantastic yeah. to, to to see our success in uh, in data centers and cloud. And you said earlier you work with Microsoft, and recently you actually won an award with them. Tell us more about that award. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we're absolutely delighted. So we did the corporate realignment of EMIT in 2014. And at that stage, we made the decision to build out a four-pillar strategy for our company. And it was based around infrastructure, cloud, security, and business productivity. And we decided then to move forward with two tier one partners in Dell and Microsoft. And then wrapped around that, we'd have a range of professional services, which would be you know our help desk services, our Managed services, professional services, auditing, consultancy, etc. So we're very happy with, with, with our plan going forward for the next three to five years. And then we, you know, we almost, uh, you know, we're one of God knows how many hundred uh, partners in Ireland for both those organisations. So we really had to become recognised. So that was a, a strategy that we put in internally about, you know, the first step was in in early in early 2015 to become a gold partner for uh, Microsoft here in Ireland in cloud and mid-market uh, cloud solutions. And we're one of the first to, 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 to attain that in a very short space of time. Um, so that was you know a lot of work that we had to do around upskilling the team, around certifications, around sales, new wins, etc. So we're very pleased with that. And, and that kind of led to, um, to Microsoft uh, Corporation in Seattle picking up on what we were doing. So they very kindly did a, a video case study on EMIT. And they asked me to speak at the World Partner Conference in Orlando last year, um, which was a fantastic experience. So we, we were less than six months into our re-engagement with Microsoft, and we'd already been video case studied with the Chief Gold Partner status. Um, I, I spoke at WPC, 
and we were shortlisted uh, this time last year for two Partner of the Year awards for Ireland. So it really was a fantastic achievement in such a short space of time. Um, we then we then decided to expand out the portfolio that we did for Microsoft. So we now these days cover Office 365, Azure, Enterprise Mobility Suite, SharePoint, CRM, and Power BI. So we actually do the full cloud stack for Microsoft. Um, we, we've expanded our team um, to, 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 uh, to deliver those solutions. And then that kind of led then, that was launched in February of this year. Um, and we were then awarded uh, the Global Partner of the Year for small and mid-market cloud solutions for Microsoft for 2016. So it's, you know, in less than two years after this realignment, um, we've achieved a huge amount of success. Um, it's it's fantastic recognition for us. You know, it's it's actually it's our second global award win in those two years. We were recently awarded a um, global partner of the year for social media for Dell as well. So, you know, we set out trying to get ourselves recognised in Ireland. We never for a moment thought we'd be recognised at, at a global scale, um, and that's just led to a massive amount of opportunities for us. It's leading to new business. We're attracting new staff here. Um, you know, we're lucky enough that we're funding an investment that's coming towards us as well. And um, we've gained recognition and, and relationships with some really senior people um, in, in Microsoft and Dell, both here across Europe and in the States in particular. And, um, you know, we, and we think this is going to be a real turning point for, for EMIT as, as we continue to grow. And I think any business looks at one key moment in their organization when they look back over a successful period and about what was the game changer and I, I firmly believe this is the game changer for us. Well I know that in the past two years Microsoft has changed their focus totally because one had the old boss Steve Ballmer in there and they were they were just basically weren't doing well their idea was to crush Apple and anything else in the path whereas nowadays they've become more open source and uh, they realize that anything that can work with our products we're willing to uh, to go along with which is which is Refreshing and a great idea, and I think with you guys getting involved with them, as they grow in that area, you're going to probably grow along with them as well. Yeah, and that, that's it. Like you know, we, we've you know over the years of doing consulting and outsourcing, we had amassed about twenty odd partnerships in the industry to to do a, a range of services that we'd advise on. You know, and that's that's when we decided in 2014 that we were probably too broad and we needed to, to refocus, which we did, and it, it, we've obtained a huge amount of success as a result. But I agree with you, like Microsoft. Has, has fundamentally changed as an organization and um, for the better certainly um, and you know we, we're, we're kind of a partner you know along with the work that we do with Dell who are going through some a lot of change themselves at the moment and we're agile you know the, the, the one the, the, the key point of our strategy when we started um, EMED back in 03 was okay become known in the outsourcing and consultancy business but the one thing I always said to the team here was the one thing we don't want to be is a traditional IT partner um, and it wasn't a takeaway from from those who do break fix and hardware, um, and a lot of a lot of people who I know well in the Irish industry have built great businesses on that. But it just wasn't it wasn't for me. And uh, I felt that there was going to be a fundamental shift and change in the market. Um, you know, even back then, we, we it wasn't called cloud. We didn't know what it was going to be. But you kind of got the feeling that something had to change and it had to go back to this this mainframe. So I suppose when companies like Microsoft and Dell look at us, the, the biggest compliment they can give us is that we're a new age partner. That we're not reliant on traditional business. Um, you know, and we're able to be agile, which and that's exactly what we've done with both those partners. And I think the model they're doing is really interesting because. Um, they've, they're, they're moving away from the direct approach with businesses. So they're engaging the partner channel again to deliver those solutions. So if I look at Dell and I look at Microsoft, the same thing is happening. What they're saying is 
we're the experts in infrastructure or cloud or you know hardware or whatever the case may be. You guys have the relationships as the, as the partner ecosystem with businesses. You're best place to deliver solutions, implement them, and deliver service thereafter. So we're going to embrace you to do that, and we'll concentrate on what we do best. And that's what both those organisations are doing. And you know that's great news. Um, for, for, for companies like email and other partners anywhere around the globe. Um, but it's a trend I see happening across a lot of um, th- those kind of tier one partners, as we call them, and it's, um, it's great to see. Because I know that with Microsoft, they've decided with Office 365, that's going to be a, a way to offer companies a cheap way of using Office, because before you're paying for like three, four hundred euros maybe for a license, or now you're paying maybe nine, ten years a month, and you're always getting up to the version, and now they've decided that's the way to go with you guys that can't be a bad thing at all yeah exactly yeah but it fits in like our, our whole model now is based on uh, what we call it as a service so you're, you're moving away from these kind of a- a- annual expenditure for, for IT services you're, you're, you're allowing business to consume IT on a monthly basis allowing them to be agile um, you know, and, 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 and scale up or down as need be and, and, and that's that's you know, if we look at some businesses as well, if, if you look at that model that you're saying previously where you're, you're purchasing licensing up front from Microsoft Office for a few hundred euro, the real headache as, as organizations grew then was license management. How did you know what they have? How did you know what they compliant, etc.? If you look at something like Office 365, right from the Office 365 admin portal, you can give uh, and take back licenses from users, you know, uh, uh, with ease in a couple of clicks. And you can, you can manage your whole portfolio of licenses. Um, from start to finish and that's that's a huge relief for a lot of IT uh, people now in the industry that they can do that you know because it's if you do get a, an audit uh, and a compliance test you, you need to make sure that, that you, you full visibility of your licensing model because I guess the main thing is that if you got a lot of employees you've got to make sure that each employee is using the latest version of software so there's no problems with a any security breach or anything else so it, with Office 65 you can do that instantly by the way with any issues? Absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You want you want cloud and you want security to be an enabler, you know, and, and that's, the, that's the, the big thing that we try to, to get the message across to our clients as well is that, you know, when you look at security, when you look at cloud, when, when you go into it in detail, you, you want to allow and embrace productivity, whether you're in the office, whether you're out of the country, whether you're at home or a cafe, whatever the case may be. But in order to do that, you have to do it securely. And that's what we, we try to do with, with our solutions is to allow remote access to, to allow access on the fly so to speak um, but to do it securely because you know then then productivity will increase you know you, you want to move away from the days of I have to get back to the office to do a proposal or to do an email or a document etc you want to be able to do that if you're sitting in your car you know from an app on your phone and that's what we try to do you know that, that's that's what industry demands at the moment that's what that's what our, our, our clients of uh, of our clients are demanding. You know, it's what we're turning into this kind of twenty four seven business, and people want to access their their information, and um, you know, uh, on that basis. And I guess, how do you handle B B O Y D as a policy? Yeah, as a policy, we have uh, we handled in numerous ways. The main thing for us is is to embrace elements of, of the likes of um, enterprise mobility suite from from Microsoft, and um, you know, to, to allow. Uh, businesses to, to roll out and dictate the policy. So you might have 
BYOD in terms of uh, obviously bring your own device, but you, you want to make sure that that's that's locked down. So you know we had an example before of a company that we we uh, advised on, and you don't want it just a case of any user can have a new phone and once they have their email address and password, they can log on to email. That's that shouldn't be the case at all. It should go through a policy whereby you know it's approved by a line manager and then that sent off maybe to IT who unlock it on the system and allow access to that device. So that's the way we handle a lot of things there. Um, you know, that also gives the ability, as I said, to, to monitor and remotely wipe devices if need be, set out policies whereby you can only access a certain range of business apps as you're allowed uh, per, per individual departmental policies. Um, but also then at the same time, we've had some clients who roll out, uh, you know, where, where you got, there's a standard of device that you have to have. So you can't you can't bring out bring out your own device but what we will do is we will supply you with a range of uh, Lumia phones or, or iPhones or whatever the case is and this is a standard phone for our organisation and you have to adhere to these terms and we're going to lock them down in such a way that it not only protects you um, from when you're out and about with this phone uh, but also protects us as an organisation Okay and where are you plans to go in the next five years? Plans for the next five years, well, continue our growth. You know, we're, we're growing uh, at a great rate at the moment. We've we just achieved a, a 25% growth in our last financial year. We're hoping to do 40-plus growth in our new financial year. Um, in terms of, you know, we, we will concentrate currently on, on, the, on, the, on the two tier one partnerships that we have. Potentially, we're, we're expanding them as we grow. Um, but, you know, if, if, if you look at where we're at, we couldn't ask for two better partners than, than Dell and Microsoft. And, you know, in the next five years, the VMIT becomes known as, as the go-to partners for both those organizations. Um, and we really have developed, um, you know, a reputation in the market. You know, what, what, we want, what we want to become known as is you're not an IT company anymore, as, as, far as, I, as far as I can see. You're a technology company or you're a business productivity company that's powered by technology. And, you know, there's two things I'd like to do for organizations. One is that we give them an infrastructure that they can build their business on, and that could be using the, the likes of our Dell partnership and our security partnerships, and they could be using Office 365 and Azure and, and Enterprise and Build Suite. Give them a, a stable foundation where it's cloud-based or on-prem or hybrid to, to build their business on. But then really... You know, what really excites me about what we're doing now and what we're doing in the next five years is then we're taking the, the processes, the, the, the procedures that they have, how they do business, and we're fundamentally empowering them with technology. We're changing the way they do business. We're allowing them to be more competitive. We're allowing them to be impressive in front of their clients when they're, when they're embracing cloud and, and, and logging into systems there and then during meetings to show that they're actually dealing with them in real time. And I think that's going to be the fundamental shift in the next five years, and I think we've started that journey. Uh, I think we're ahead of the curve, uh, and I think you know we want to remain ahead of the curve for the next five years. And are you hiring more staff at the moment? Yes, we are. We're um, we're we're hiring. We probably have about this the next month, and um, we have about three or four more coming on board. Uh, we're hugging around. I think it's about fourteen staff at the moment. We'll probably be twenty staff um, by Christmas. Uh, with effectively a plan to double up over the next um, twelve to fifteen months. So, what areas are you looking for when you when you're hiring staff? Uh, I suppose the, the um, uh, we've kind of two areas to the business really in terms of the, the core infrastructure cloud side of the business and then we have the business solution side of the business so you know in in, in, in the technical teams that what we're looking at and um, what we're looking for 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 people who have a good understanding of technology but also of business as well you know for me it's all it's, it's, it's about finding out the business requirements first of all and then mapping technology to meet those requirements and um, you know it's not to say that anyone has to be 
uh, a Microsoft Cloud expert. You know, we've had great success bringing in people with maybe more traditional Microsoft skill sets and Dell skill sets for that matter, um, and up, and upskilling them here internally and, and with the help of our partners. So, you know, that, that's the kind of skills we're looking around there. You know, on, on the other side of our business, to say the CRM side, the business SharePoint and analytics. It's people like, you know, who are business analysts and consultants around CRM and SharePoint who really can, like that, get into an organization no matter, you know, no matter what kind of work they do, but can get down to the, the nitty-gritty with them, find out regardless of the industry you're in, what makes them tick, how do they make money, how do they operate their business, uh, how do they carry out uh, services and, uh, to their clients, um, and really get to the bottom of that and, and help them to embrace new technology to optimize those solutions uh, and to really uh, deliver a top-class service to their clients. Okay, that's great. Thanks for that. Uh, th- thanks for that, Amy. That was a great chat. Great. Okay, cheers. You happy, happy with that? Yeah, perfect. Thanks very much.